What's going What's on? What's happening? <laughs> Sauce <it> twins. <laughs> Too tall. Too short. Hey. What's you know. Look, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey. Mr. Fast University yes, CEO. Yes, sir. SEO. Uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, the boss. Fast University. Hey, so let me get into all of these accolades. All of this Come stuff. Come on that, with it. Let's hear the rundown. Well, y'all should have seen this long email he sent me of Let's his see short the rundown bio. Now, <laughs> I said, send me a short bio. Hey, now, nah, but look. So. Let's talk about Will real quick before we get into this thing. All right. First, um, I mean, he 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 ran at a high level. You, you ran in college, um, all American. Yeah, correct. All American. Um, ran professionally afterwards, yes. also. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, like, he's devoted basically his whole program to creating the holistic athlete. Yep. And um, he's worked with some very high level athletes, um, specifically on the track. Yep. Um, very technical dude. Um, I watched a lot of his videos and I've seen a lot of good things. I really um, enjoy seeing other trainers out there or coach, you know, whatever, you know, title you want. Um, really pay attention to the details. And I can see that in the That's athletes big. that he trained. But, you know, he has um, – he trained Tiffany Townsend, fastest high school in the world in, t- in 2007. Jacob Norman, a national champ as a freshman. Um we have some other like college conference championships. Um, all I'm seeing is world fastest uh, three athletes rated, rated in kills. the U.S. top ten in the 60 meter and the 200 meter. So he he he's done some some great work. Um, God bless me, man. Yeah, hey, God, absolutely, sure. absolutely. Good. Sure. All right. Um, is there anything else you want to throw in there that I missed? That? No, no, no. I, th- okay. I mean, accolades are fine. You know what I mean. But currently, what we're doing is just trying to trying to for one grow the information. You know, so yeah. I appreciate all the love, but really it goes, it's a team of us. My right. dad trains with me. Also, uh, I partner with different people that help and in schools that I work with. So okay. I, can't, I can't take all the credit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Doing, I hear yeah. you talking about the community and how it takes a village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure, yeah. For sure. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yes, sir. All right. So, y'all what, know what, how it is. What, 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 what are we talking about today, man? Man. What we got going let on? Let me look at these notes because I got, hold on. He got to look at his notes. All right. So, look. All right, so today, so when I listen to, they have a podcast out. This show is called Blueprint to the Phenom. And um, on the, the first episode that I saw, they, they covered a few topics. And, you know, there's a lot of different things that we could pull out of there to discuss that we all deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the fakes in the industry, we talk about that too. Yeah, all the time. Um, how important it is. True. Um, but one one little piece kind of stuck to me that I think we can kind of go off on, and that's um, when you're training different athletes, and you know how it is. Like when you're training different, especially you know things have changed a little bit, kinda. Yeah. And now when you're training different athletes, do you, as a coach, trainer, whatever, do you have to change? Your style of coaching, I'm not talking about your cues, your external cues, your internal cues. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your style, who you are. Do you change that to cater to the athlete? And if you do, does that hurt the athlete's development long-term dealing with other coaches? <clears throat> and that's a, that's a deep question. Um, it's not a question that I can answer probably with a, just a yes right. or no but I think it's a very situational situation where if it's like, so what I was referring to in that in that in that uh, podcast was, 
So I have an athlete who's not as fast. He's still just trying to figure out, you know, his body, figure out his confidence and, and understand himself. So he's a developmental athlete. He's younger, too. The kid's probably like a ninth grader. Then I got another one of my kids. He's like top 10 in the country or just, just a kid that's decent. Let's just say a kid is decent. But the kids that already have that confidence, there's a way that you would want to, wanna, for one, procure more out of them, like get more out of them. Yeah. So for me as a coach, I try to start off by figuring out what drives a kid. So if I see a kid that's a little bit shy and a little bit apprehensive, and especially when you're dealing with technique, technique is more based off of I'm confident in my motion. Like, can you dance? I feel like I can jig a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Can you dance? Yeah. And we dancing here every day. Grooving. See, I, every day. Every day. <laughs> See, I can't dance. So if you put me in a dance class, you're like, oh, turn the music. Come on, we're going to be yeah. like, eh, eh. Gonna be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be hesitant. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You from Colleen you can't dance? Bro, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm from. Uh, City Lights. Hey, hold on. But legit, legit. Yeah. So it's the same thing with technique. So it's I'm basically choreographing your race. I'm teaching you how to run, how to do all of that. So the big thing is that when you're in your dance class, they don't just sit here and throw the music on real fast and you just cha 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 everywhere. It says one, two, three. Yeah. And like and the, and the usually the the person that's the the coach or the trainer or the person that's the instructor is usually like the person that can't dance. Oh, you're doing fine. Just feel the music. Feel it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I feel like that's the same thing for me. When I'm working with a kid who's lacking in the confidence of letting himself go, because I, I can't coach a kid that's putting down 75% because he's scared and wondering if people are judging them. Yeah. So, in that sense, I'm working with him and saying, hey, when he comes to me, I'm like, hey, you know, you're doing good. You got that part right. Man, just let go. I don't care how messy it is. Just come on out with all that power. I can fix 100% of what you're doing. Okay. And then with the other guy who's fast, and I've been training him for a while, and he's already confident, and he's making a mistake. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on, bro? You Come on, man. You know you know this. Right. So you were kind of talking and, about that, right, yeah, earlier. And, and that's what I was saying earlier. It's kind of like the expect expectations you have of that kid. Yeah. Right? If you have a kid, like you're saying, that you've been training for a while, you know that he can do what you ask him to do, but yeah. he messing up. I might be cussing at him a little yeah, bit, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But if it's another kid that's just started, I'm not going to come at him like that because we just getting started, yeah. right? We still got to learn the fundamental stuff like that. So it's really situational and on that athlete. So it's about, so it's really heavy on the expectation of the current athlete and where they are. For it's sure. kind of how you can manipulate your style of coaching to yeah. kind of reach them. Yeah, if For a kid sure. can't do something and he messing up and you know he can't do it, yeah. if you dig into him like that, he, he going to shut down. Yeah. You know so, what I'm saying? So, and that kind of take me to the next part. Like, the people that know me, y'all know me. And so, like, I'm, like, thinking about the kid that kind of shuts down. There's, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a few things that go through my head when I, when I see that. I... I already know, like, okay, we have some some confidence. You know what I'm saying? That, that that dog really not in there. Mm -hmm. And two, man, is our place really cut out for you? Because not everybody can train here. Yeah. And not everybody's not everybody's gonna move on to that next level. Yeah. Not saying that every athlete that we train is gonna it's play in college because yeah. we know that's not true. Yeah. Um, but man, does it does it does it hurt that athlete? Even if they might, let's say you got that 
athlete that has that talent. Yeah. That's talented, but they don't have that dog. I got I got a perfect example of that. Yeah, what's up? So I got a perfect example. So I'm not gonna say his name directly because yeah. that's a little unfair. But one of my kids is 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 rated in the nation currently indoor in the 200 and top in the country in the quarter mile. This kid here is a great kid, phenomenal. But we're working on aggressive, like what we call the dog in yeah. you, right? He don't he doesn't have it yet, but we've been trying to procure it. So what we've been doing is I said you need to start hanging around guys that already have it. You need to start having guys <laughs> like that around you and then you need to start gaining that from them because I believe in spirit. The yeah. spirit of God, I believe in the spirit. Absolutely. So like spirited things, you know, you can pass on your anointing. Yeah. You can pass on a spirit, a good spirit or a bad spirit. Yeah. You hang around negative people, negative aspects starts to come so out of your, your life. Net worth is your net, net worth. For right. sure, no yeah. doubt. So with this kid here, we're working towards that. And like you said, it's not already in, in him. And will it hurt him? My biggest thing is he's already signed. You know what I mean? And the more I talk about him, you're going to know who this kid is. So I'm not even going to say it. But he's already signed to a major school. When he goes to that school, uh, my biggest concern is not about the run. It's about what is he going to do when the coaches come on to yeah. him and keep it real with him. Yeah. And, and, and tell him, hey, you're not, you not cutting it out. Yeah. Uh, is he going to adapt or is he going to have that dog in that fight? Or have I developed that enough? So for me, yeah, it can hurt them. But where I coach him is... I'm actually more harder on him. I'm actually putting more expectations on him. And if he break or fold, I don't even care how the results happen out this year because we already got the scholarship. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to psychologically build you up. To so where, you're trying to prepare. Yeah, mentally because he already got the check. The check yeah. is already there. So we're not even concerned about, you know, all of that. It's if you can't mentally handle college, you automatically going to fail. So then do, do you think you can, you can train someone to have that dog? Yes. For sure. I, I really think you can train to have that dog because I put you this way. The dog comes out of you from conflict. So all you got to do is put a, a series of conflict over time into his life that he has to overcome. Let's just say you got a really, really rich kid, right? And he doesn't have that natural dog. He's been pampered his whole yeah. life. But then in middle school, all of a sudden, parents divorce, right? Now he's in a situation where he's more middle class. Now he's over here training with a guy that's like, you know, come from the hood. You yeah. know what I mean? And then we're over here like every day you got to grind. So, so, so you, you believe that the dog and the confidence is the same thing? Because cause I know some kids that are confident. Yeah. They got a high, they, they're high skilled kids. Yeah. But it's not quite the dog. It, it's that, that aggression that like. Aggression comes from. From, from conflict is what you Yeah, from conflict. So it doesn't have to be confident. You can be a. Uh, what do you call it? A quiet person that's but, not, not oh, as confident, absolutely. but have, have that dog, dog yeah, in you. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I've seen very quiet dogs in yes. there. You know, you They'll don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to fool with that guy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah, I, like no. Cooper, my little Yorkie. He, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, he gonna bite you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He, right. Cooper ain't bothering <laughs> He is a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 No, most definitely a dog. So. But okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know. I mean, it's just such a, I don't know, that topic is so... It's a good one, man. It's, it is, and, and we're going to chime in in, the, on, on, in, a, in a few, mm-hmm. um, get a little deeper into that, but man, like, I, I, I like I like your perspective on that and, and what you see and how the conflict, because you think about the kid that comes from the, the lower income or comes from the, all of that conflict is... It, it's the reason. There, so it's the reason why. It. It's check, the reason check out why. them Florida boys. Yeah, so people keep people it. keep asking me why them Florida boys are so real. For one, it, I'm from I'm in I'm in Houston, man. Houston, Katy area. 
all that stuff is developed. When you go for, you go to KYF, Youth League, y'all are all set up running the same plays. Everything's yeah, set organized. up. Yeah, yeah, you got trainers like me and other coaches that have like been in the NFL. They coach you. Yeah. Man, in Florida, them boys is out there barely got a field, barely got anything. Tra- crack, crackheads everywhere. They looking at it like, I got to get up out of here. Everything's survival. Yeah, it's survival. So when yeah. they're on the field, they're not out here just, oh, I got to catch the ball. Like, I'm going to catch this ball. Murk you, murk yeah. you, kill you. Yeah. I'm trying I to get up. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running to try to get, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. doubt. I, I, I like that perspective. I do. I do. I think, I don't know. I think that you can definitely have a, a huge influence mm-hmm. on it. Um, but boy, it's hard. It's, it, it, it's tough. It's it probably. Is. I would say it can be one of the most challenging things in our field. I mean, yeah, you can teach someone a proper power clean. Mm-hmm. You can you can clean up their mechanics. You can do, but man, trying to give them that dog or that confidence. Yeah, that's when the they, hardest thing. That confidence. Yeah, when they go I meet another dog. No yeah, yeah. I got a kid that's a dog, right? And this is me. This is me be keeping the rest of the kid out in Houston. And we're the fastest, no doubt about it. My athletes are the fastest athletes, period, in in the country and in, in Houston. We got one kid that's really going to challenge that in Houston. He's a dog, though. And, like, he's not trained up technically like us. But I always warn my kids that you got to be careful with this kid because when he comes out lining up next to you, this ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with the track. He's really coming out here to, to tear it up. And he's going he gonna to pull a hamstring to do it. He's going to do whatever it takes to come get you. So if you think you're going to just sit here and just run your race and things is going to go the way, the way you want to, you, that dog... It's almost like going Super Saiyan, right? Y'all, if y'all watch Dragon Ball Z, y'all know what Dragon Ball Z is. They got levels to where they can they can get they can, they can hype that thing up and their hair change color, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, if you get him pissed enough and you and there's enough hype around you guys and he not getting enough hype, he gonna go turn Super Saiyan on he you and then he's gonna he run on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Okay. It is what it is. A dog can change the entire situation. I take about I take one dog over ten confident oh, top yeah. guys. Oh every yeah, day. every day. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's the it factor. You can call it a dog, the it factor, whatever you want to call it. You know, I think, you know. Like I said on our other episode, though, how much is that dog going to get, though, if he doesn't have the talent? Man, I I feel like this is me. I'm going to answer that one. I was a dog, and I'm still a dog. In my industry, I'm a dog on the track. I've been a dog. The reason why I, I feel like, I wasn't talented. I, I didn't even play sports until I was a junior in high school, and I was on JV, and I didn't know a, a cover three or cover two. I didn't know none of that. I didn't play football. So I didn't do track or anything. But my work ethic mm-hmm. will always supersede everybody. I'm willing to die for mines. I'm yeah. willing to die for mines. I'm willing to come in the weight room every day, die. I'm in the mad drill, people clowning me. Boy, you trash. Boy, you trash. All right, all right, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. I kept going. Over time with consistency, just like business, over time and consistency, you will always become successful. You may not win right now, but if you really adamant about getting educated, getting the right information, and then applying it, and yeah. then consistently work ethic, I believe faith and work equals oh, out yeah. to success. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I'll take, I'll take that dog over just a talented dude any day. I'll take that. I, I like that. And you said that's that's your personal story. That's me. That's that's, that's all. Per- top. That's all. That's me. That's no doubt about it. I mean, I wasn't as good as everybody. People were a lot faster than me. But I was. I made it all American out of high school. Made it all American in college, and then I went post collegiately. A lot of these guys that were super fast out of high school, they were already talented. They had good coaching or whatever. But when they got to college, like I've been to like four colleges. Yeah. For me to go through four colleges and make it out and then make it to the next level was like, I'm not going to quit. Yeah. Obviously, I fell off somewhere. Obviously, something didn't go right you, somewhere. You know, when I, think about, when I think about myself, when I think about that dog, when I really think about it, 
My dad gave it to me. Yeah, that's my dad gave it to me too. My dad gave it to me like just like I would li- like you know you know Happy Hill Tunis Texas. Shout out to Tunis Texas Listen real quick. To him. Hey Happy him. Hill, you know Caldwell. Hey, hey Caldwell's where I went to high school, but Happy Hill Tunis Texas population of about a hundred and fifty, including I, the cows and chickens. Let's get it. Hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Trouble Town. Hey, don't worry about it. Hey, but anyways. Where is this location? Hey, Tunis, Texas. You ain't got to know. We here. Send me a pin. Hey, we hey we right here. <laughs> hey, talk about gravel though. Yeah, I grew up dribbling on that gravel. I hear you. I ain't had that pavement. You, yeah. Say, don't say what you what you about to say. What? Thought you was <laughs> what? That's why I would. What you, you trying to say? I thought. Well, anyways, you don't know where I'm from. Hey. We not gonna talk about I the did. suburbs of Lake I Dallas. Did. Anyway, look, look. I'm did. talking about growing up having to dribble <laughs> on that gravel. Yeah. You miss ten free throws before you go in. You miss one to the mailbox and back. Start mm-hmm. over from at zero. Mm-hmm. And so, like that work ethic, then the mentality of never ever saying another man is better than me. Not like now he might be. I'll never But meet. you'll never say it You'll never hear it Come out my mouth And so learning that Like at a young age Like just that mentality That fight That that confidence That that grind Just that That mud mentality Was given to me my, By my dad This is not something That I think This is not something I just I think this was just Bread in the house When I really think about that You know what I'm saying It's real It starts early You know my dad Created that conflict And he created that conflict In Like Are you you a dad now I am not You're not No Okay So you're you're gonna cause That conflict when you When you get a kid I'm causing it You know he causing You can tell tell he ain't got a kid though You can tell (laughs) he ain't got It's over for him You wanna go some Chuck E. Cheese Hey Hey (laughs) If y'all know me Y'all know me Hey Y'all know Y'all know You know me It's over But anyways We'll see young man Anyways (laughs) I think that I think that um, I do think that I'll carry that over I I mean I'm not Like my dad didn't force me to do things Like I always wanted to play sports But my dad instilled a mentality in me I think that just Just started barking I think the the area you grow up in Has a lot to The community has to do with it Because my dad instilled it from a I think your dad like Hey organized and structured it My dad didn't even tell me to work out ever he just he just lived it. So he used to wake up five in the morning and then go to work, come back, then go do something else. I've never seen a flaw in my dad's actions. So I was like, man, I got to live up to this man. So it was like a subliminal psychological thing where I was yeah. like, he's not proud of me if he, if I don't become somebody like him. Yeah. So the hood, though, changed me. So I'm from Colleen Fort Hood, the hood, right? And I'm from the Colleen High School, Colleen area. Not no, not no hard kind rules. Yeah, so it's legit. Like, when I was there, it was like murder capital, what? It was like number four per capita, murder capital. So it was like, for me, it was a lot of fighting. I've been in about 40 fights growing up. And, and I'm just an average dude. It wasn't even like I was like a hood cat. I was just somebody that just was, you know, regular. And then I've been in 40 fights. So what that did was, for one, got bullied early. Boys was be- beating up, the, ki- uh, beating up the, the teachers in the school. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to school scared. I'm like, oh, my. What am I supposed to do? So, man, I started doing push-ups. I started, like, 
figuring out like how to network with the with the with the affiliated people you feel what i'm saying how yeah, to figure yeah. this out also I, I figured out sports at a very late age where i was like man one of my little nerdy friends was like yo bro i'm gonna go try for football I was like hey you ain't gonna leave me to get beat up by myself i was like i'm about to go join football too so i started lifting yeah. weights with them boys and i figured it out i said you know what y'all boys ain't gonna fight me if i get strong out here y'all boys ain't gonna do all this so i just did it just to protect myself what i did was just put that work ethic that my parents instilled and then also the hood made it to where if you've been in enough fights, a game ain't nothing. Being in a, in a lane, and, and because you know you ain't finna get hurt in this, you're right. just gonna run. So when you've been in them fights enough, you're like, man, this is this is easier. The, the, the nervousness that comes with you being in actually altercation yeah. had actually made it to where I could I can perform through anxiety. Because yeah. when you're about yeah, to fight, you're you're yeah you're anxious yeah. yeah you're anxious and you're scared of your life. When you run track or you and you and playing football and the lights is on you, you you low key scared for your life sometimes. When you're really nervous and it's a big game, so I was able to apply those things from the hood experience and then make it applicable to my sport experience, and that's really what made me so aggressive and made me so aggressive in business. Even today, if I go to certain business meetings, I mean it gets hood in there, but it's it's eloquently articulated. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so hey y'all y'all let us know, man. What do y'all what do you really think? Think about the the topic of the coaching styles. Give us some of you guys' experience on what that's been like for you. Um, did it hurt you, the coaching style? Did it make you better, um, you know, short-term and long-term? And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that dog on the next one. But, man, hey, first – and I guess last last thing, man, we want to just give a shout out to Will and yes, Fashion sir. University for coming Appreciate out. You, man. Hey, job, man. Yes, coming sir. out on Sauce Twins, kind of chopping it up. Appreciate man. it, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate good. it. Yes, sir. And um, hey, y'all go check them out. Y'all go follow them on IG Fashion University Twitter. Also. Uh, Twitter is a Phenom Blueprint, and okay. then on uh, on Facebook it's also Fashion University, but it'll say Prototype Performance on there. But just look up, you know, www.facebook backslash Fast University. Okay. Hey, y'all go check them out. Go follow them. Show them some love, man. Hey, appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Hey, don't forget to turn on them notifications. Oh, yeah. Subscribe. Yep. All that. Make sure. Hey. What will you sacrifice to be great?